Welcome to How to Save Your Marriage with Nicola Beer, a full show of tips and practical strategies to repair, rebuild, and strengthen your relationship. If you are currently stuck, wondering if your marriage can be saved, or you know you want to save it, but don't know how to go about changing it, this show is for you. To book your free marriage strategy session with Nicola, get the free marriage ebook or donate. If you are enjoying the show and want to help keep it flowing, visit www.nicolabeer.com. Hi and welcome, this is Nicola Beer and I'm so excited that you can join me for this episode where I'm going to be talking about procrastination. And it's something that comes up again and again in the individual counselling work that I do and in the marriage counselling work that I do. So I wanted to talk about this issue and to help you if procrastination is harming your relationship. I'm certain every one of us has said on occasion that we're going to do something and then put it off to another day or until the very last possible minute. Procrastination is something that is not altogether uncommon, but it can be a major problem for people not only in their work life, but also in their personal life, and particularly when it can affect a marriage. Are you fed up because your husband or wife is a procrastinator? Do you get angry or upset when they don't follow through on the things that they say they will? Or are you perhaps the one that is lacking in motivation or action and can't quite seem to find the willingness or drive to complete or do things? Procrastination becomes an issue in a relationship when one partner is more of a procrastinator than the other because it starts to place undue pressure on the other partner. Constantly telling someone that you will do something to fail to do is only something that will surely slowly lead to a lack of trust and can cause a lot of damage to a relationship. At first, maybe the partner will make excuses for their other half, give them the benefit of the doubt, give them time, maybe tell themselves that that person still can change and that they're not doing it on purpose. But after a while, it can become clear that it's not a habit the other person is about to change and resentment then starts to creep in. And then you add personal finance into the equation and you start to see even more of a build-up of resentment, but also petty fights that can end into real serious issues. Bills not being paid, this can have consequences and many other things related to finance. For example, not shopping for special occasions can also turn into disasters and nightmares for families when they don't really need to. Strong, happy marriages are based on teamwork, balance, which requires everyone to play their role, as well as to work in sync with one another in order to achieve goals and dreams that you may have. And if you don't have any goals or dreams at the moment, then maybe it's time to to set them because the best way to get out of procrastination is to have a reason why you are doing something. Knowing why you're saving money, knowing why you're working together to whatever goal and vision that you have for yourself, for your marriage, for your family life. When one partner is constantly dropping the ball, or rather not keeping up their end of the deal, it not only creates more work for the other person, but it causes frustration and conflict 
within the relationship itself. Maybe it starts to become that one thing that can lead to a blow-up and every time it's brought up in a fight. Maybe it's something that you're arguing over again and again. The bottom line is, is that when one person procrastinates, they are letting their partner down, no matter if it has to do with finances, work, or the relationship activities, or anything really for that matter. It can also affect the sex and affection in a marriage, because in order to have a satisfying sex life, to give yourself intimately and openly and lovingly to your partner, you need to trust one another to feel held and supported. If outside the bedroom you keep being let down, you may start to lose trust in a partner. Similarly, being nagged at or having to nag your partner and complain to get them to do things, it can very quickly cause a couple to see each other as less attractive. Some people share with me that being put down and criticised their libido has decreased. Similarly, you may lose desire sexually for your husband or wife if you feel that you have to parent them, if you start to see them as a child or as a mother or a father instead of an equal, connected, loving partner in a marriage or close, intimate relationship. The good thing, though, is that procrastination is something that can be changed. It is not a habit that you just cannot shake. It is possible to shake it, to change it. The first, and probably the most important thing in dealing with it, is to admit that there is a problem. If you are the procrastinator, then it's time to be honest with yourself first and foremost, above anything else. The more you deny that you have a problem, the longer it will take its toll on the relationship and your life. Don't leave it to the stage where your husband or wife makes divorce threats and says, I want a separation or divorce. I've had so many men and some women come to me saying they've been telling me for years that they're not happy and I've just ignored it. Or they've been asking for help but I didn't really feel that it was that important and now they want out, what do I do? Don't leave yourself in that situation either get into action or get some help to get into action. It's always important as well to be compassionate with your partner. They likely feel that you don't care about them because if you are procrastinating, they may see that as you're not taking what they say seriously, you're not valuing them as important. So showing love and care and that you can be relied upon is key if you're a procrastinator. Coaching can be great for procrastination. For the women and men I have supported with this, I help them to outline and stick to their goals. Some find it helpful to report to me daily on what they have done and have a weekly check-in. Some feel that they are unwillingly sabotaging themselves and so I create motivation hypnotherapy for them to help them to get into action, to get rid of the excuses that keep them stuck. Whether it's exercise motivation, marriage motivation, work motivation, admin motivation, finance motivation, it can all be changed. And for specific individuals, of course, if I'm working with someone one-to-one, I can create a motivation hypnotherapy to include all of those areas, or just to focus on one specifically to really get the results. 
And I always give a recording with my hypnotherapy sessions so people can listen again and again and again to get that benefit. Guilt also comes up a lot where people feel stressed because they are messing things up but they just don't know how to turn things around. So getting into some form of action is critical for this because the only way to let go of guilt is to get into action and to also release it. So there's two things. Getting into action creates more peace because you feel, okay, I'm doing something about the guilt and also releasing it. And releasing it is saying, I'm releasing it because this is what I'm going to do and actually doing it. And taking steps to help yourself. If you're in a relationship, if you're the procrastinator, it's good to identify and discuss it with your partner. Of course, it's not going to be easy to admit that you are a procrastinator to your partner and may have already caused damage by opening up about it and confiding in your partner because you may feel that they're going to judge you or they may have judged you, they may have turned it against you. However, opening up and confiding is going to help a couple move forward because what is needed is honesty and transparency. The procrastinator then can work on the issue and restore the equality in the relationship at the same time. Some couples sit and divide their tasks up. Some agree that having a personal coach for the marriage is a worthwhile investment while the person gets into the habit of following through on what they want to and need to follow through on. As I mentioned, it can cause conflict in the relationship because even though you may be procrastinating or your partner may be procrastinating because of they can't be bothered, fear that they won't do it right, fear of being moaned at for getting it wrong, fear of whatever else, or just they feel low, they feel down, they're not in the mood. Although these can be all these reasons why a partner living with someone who is a procrastinator will see it and view it as you don't love me enough, you don't care about me enough, you don't love the children enough, you don't care about our home enough, you don't care about whatever it is enough. So they will take it not as, okay, you're not doing this thing in the house. They will take it as, I'm not lovable. You don't love me. You don't respect me. You don't listen to me. I'm alone in the marriage. I'm alone in this relationship. So the key thing is to really make sure that you honour your word. Do what you say you will do when you say you will do it. Now a lady that... I love working with, she calls this 24-hour foreplay. She said, if you want a great sex life, then you need to be following through, being true to your word, being someone that you can trust and rely upon. Because we open more when we feel that we can trust and rely on somebody. And finally, it can take a toll on your relationship because if you're someone that puts things off, you're likely putting everything off until the very last minute. And in doing that, you're probably causing stress and anxiety for yourself. Feeling constantly stressed or anxious like this doesn't do well for you or for your other half. If you think about it, think about the quality of life you're offering your family if you're constantly stressed, anxious and always on a rushed mode when you need to get things done and how that will impact those that you love bringing that energy into the relationship. 
And even, let's say you're procrastinating on something work-related or financially related, you're still going to be bringing that stress of doing things at the last minute and drama home or the knock-on effect for not doing these things. And then there's procrastinating with some people that don't like to move from the sofa all evening or all weekend and don't want to do activities. And this can also rob your family and your loved ones from time that perhaps a relationship really needs. So what can you do to stop procrastination and feel motivated? The first thing is you can work with a coach to help you to get back on track and hold you accountable. Many people find this very useful. I have people that I work with that email me every day at the beginning of our procrastination work to eliminate it and they start telling me what they're doing. I give them recommended reading to do. Some give me weekly reports on how they've done and this keeps them motivated knowing that I'm going to be checking up on them or they're going to have to report to me. Not that I'm that scary of course but they're going to have to report to me and share what they've been doing and some people find that really motivating. And if it helps somebody, of course, I will um, be open and available to do whatever it takes to get the results, to change the relationship and to enhance somebody's life. The next thing is to sit down, keep it simple in the marriage, break down all the tasks that you need to do, put them into categories of importance and focus on getting a few done each day. Sometimes people go into procrastination because they are overwhelmed, because they don't know where to start because there are so many things to do. Which is why this like keeping it simple, breaking it down, dividing it, discussing it, can really go uh, a long way. Some also want to go and have the hypnotherapy because you might decide and you might know and you might think, yes, I need to, I need to do things. Yes, I need to move from the sofa. Yes, I need to do this. But something is blocking you. And often it can be our unconscious mind, the excuses that we make that it's painful, that it's difficult, that I can't be bothered. So having the hypnotherapy that works at the deeper level and you just listen to this track every night, it can really make a huge difference. I do this for those that come to me from my emotional eating podcast, help people to get into diet, or I don't really like to call it diet, but healthy eating motivation or weight loss motivation or exercise motivation. Because sometimes we sabotage ourselves with these excuses, with our deeper thoughts. So yeah, hypnotherapy can be really great. Another thing is to really explore your feelings further if you're procrastinating. Looking deep within. Ask yourself, are you procrastinating as a form of rebellion or revenge against your partner? Are you holding resentment towards them and it's your way of having control? It's your way of getting back at them? It's your way of winning in a power struggle. Is This is what's happening. And if this is happening in your marriage, then you want to get out of this straight away. So do contact me if you'd like to take advantage of my 20-minute marriage connecting free session. And I can give you some tips on how to get out of this. Because you, you definitely want to get out of this if this is happening. Because all it does is escalate and continue. And the more a power struggle continues in a marriage, the more damage it's going to do. The second thing to explore and to ask yourself if you're a procrastinator is, are you perhaps depressed? Are you feeling low, disappointed about something? 
Are you lacking confidence? Are you wanting to sleep to escape? Are you so stressed out from work that you don't feel that you can function without completely shutting down? Or is it the perhaps that there's a block to, to feeling happy? You don't believe you feel happy so you're sabotaging yourself. You can go through these with someone and like a coach or a friend that you trust and really explore your procrastination. This is what I do when I work with somebody. And exploring it can really help to change it. Often we think, okay, well, I can't change this. This is just how I am. And actually, you have the power to change anything. So giving yourself the gift of exploring, where is this coming from? And sometimes it can be learned behavior as well from our past. And lastly, sometimes I see people procrastinate because they haven't really found what makes them happy, their purpose, their passion, their mission, something that keeps them alive and fulfilled. And they may feel lost and they may question their work, their relationship, their life, and this keeps them stuck. And the only way to get out of this is through action. So if you're concerned about your own lack of motivation or that of your partner and you're seriously and ready to take action, do reach out to me and book a free 20-minute breakthrough session where I can offer some guidance and share strategies to help you if you really want to turn this around. So from my heart to yours, thank you so much for listening to this episode. In the next episode, it's also going to be on procrastination, where I'm going to be talking a little bit more about what to do if you're married to a procrastinator, as well as I'm going to be sharing a case study of a couple that I worked with that went through this and how they came out the other side. Looking forward to you joining me. From my heart to yours, have an awesome week ahead. Thank you for listening to How to Save Your Marriage with Nicola Beer. To book your free marriage strategy session today, you can visit www.nicolabeer.com where you can also get the free marriage fixing ebook, request a topic for the show, and make a donation if the show has been of benefit to you and you want to help keep it going. We wish you an amazing love-filled day ahead. <laughs>